Hi guys, welcome to another episode of On Ghetto Stories. It's your girl Agnes, but some of you guys know me as Agnesita. Stay tuned. So today's new episode, guys, um, it's going to be a hard one. Um, I'm going to be talking actually about racism because I've been getting a lot of comments, a lot of messages, you know, I've been spewing between friends and I, even strangers and I, fans and I, like this has been really the common topic that everybody's kind of talking about and especially since the whole movement, um, situation that's been going on recently and especially last year like it's really um brought up conversation which is really really much needed but today i just feel like you know i honestly do not want to talk about it just alone and i would honestly like to bring two lovely friends of mine to this podcast and i'm really really super excited this is the first time we're going to be doing um two um two um guests on my podcast and also surprise guys two male guys so i'm just super super excited so um without no further ado the first person that i'd like to invite to my lovely podcast is anthony adeleke i'm anthony hi how you doing I'm doing great. It's so awesome to have you on Thank my Thank you podcast. for having me. Thank you wow. for having me. I can't believe we're actually doing this right now. Finally, yo. Yeah, it's been taking so much time and we always say, oh, we're going to, you know, we should do a podcast. We need to talk about this. We need to speak on this because we really be having deep conversations. And extremely, <laughs> extremely, you know. Wow. But, yeah, it's finally good to, to be on this with you. No, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really appreciate your time. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. And yeah, we can start from there. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, for those who don't know, hi, my name is Anthony. I used to live in Poland, but now I'm based in Dublin. Um, what to know about me? well student working i'm working i'm working with accentures i'm a social media executive account executive so basically i have some clients online okay so my clients actually right now are instagram and facebook and what we do is basically me and my team try to help them make more money wow that's amazing i love that you've always been like an ambitious guy since i since i've known you (laughs) yeah yeah so uh, life is good life is good life isn't bad you know everything is good family is good no wow what about you well i've been doing amazing as well i feel like i can't complain it could be better by the end of the day things are going great so and as i always say new day new mercies so i'm always grateful for little things but i've just been with working you know as still with my modeling job um yeah and i've been doing some things on the side that i happen to be like wow i didn't know i could do this i didn't know i could do that so that's been really awesome yeah that's really good that's i'm happy as always i can't wait (laughs) i know anyways before we start on this topic because oh this is such a deep combo i just feel like i should also introduce um use this opportunity to introduce um our second guest as i introduced uh said earlier on before you came on i was like um this is the first time we're gonna be having two two guests 
on my podcast and at the same time two male guys so I'm really honored <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so with out no further ado um I'm gonna finally um have my brother on here which is amazing because he's always wanted to be on this podcast so <laughs> finally avenue because actually it's we've started conversation with anthony and i through um something i posted uh, in regards to my bro so that's just amazing so without no further ado welcome dammy welcome hey, hey. <laughs> welcome thank how you, you doing bro you, thank you I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. It's so nice to have you on this podcast with us. Yeah, no better this end as well. Exactly. And guys, would be interesting for um, viewers out there to actually know where both of you are. So um, I would like both of you to tell the audience where you guys are speaking from. <laughs> I'm speaking from Ireland. I'm in Dublin. Ooh. I I used to be in Poland, but I left two, but two years ago actually. Yeah, That's next month true. makes it two years. Hey, wow, yeah, I left two years ago. I'm in Dublin now. That is uh, so true. Yeah. What about you, Demi? Yeah, I'm in Canada, Dominican Republic. Hey. Yeah, That's what's up? Yeah, Man. but I live in Sweden. I live in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Amazing! Did you Time hear that? Oh, that's, yeah, that thing hit me. That's my. That's like my bucket list vacation point. I know. Yeah, right? for real. Yeah, yeah. I swear wow. to you, man. Just go lay on the. Just lay on the beach. Cover Live myself. Your best and life. Drinking a mojito with a cigar in my hand or something. I don't care. Just enjoy <laughs> life. Oh, yeah, that's wow. a vibe. That's a vibe. Yeah. I yeah, love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being here. I really appreciate it. Okay. Um, and I'm obviously speaking from Warsaw, Poland, and it's funny because uh, my brother Dami was actually here with me spending the weekend here, and he left two days ago, and Tony left Warsaw two years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, even no matter where we are, we're still connected, you know. So LA, we're still connected, right, yeah. absolutely. Okay, guys. So um how this whole um topic or this whole idea of having this podcast came along was um I had uh, my brother was actually here with me a few days back and I told him to watch this uh, movie called Harriet and on Netflix, which it's out now on Netflix. So guys, please check it out. And you know, he was pretty um on the fence or be adamant at first i just felt like he obviously thought oh goodness another slavery movie again i can't like emotional all this but i'm like no this is different you're gonna love it like <laughs> first of all what do you know about harriet she's like well she helped with slavery uh freeing the slaves i'm like yeah but really what did she do how did she do it and he really couldn't give me like a concrete answer so i was just like of course it's i'm not it's normal to not know so much because anyways this is more like american black history but right. i was just like just check it and you're gonna see so much more that you didn't know before about this um harriet anyways so fast forward to me posting this um pick or boomerang on ig story and that's where tony came in and wrote me a whole long message as always <laughs> and it was like ah, how did it feel after watching this movie because i would oh no i couldn't keep my emotion in you know and we just started ranting and i was like you know what let's make this a whole conversation so uh tony do you actually know um any um 
you know, movies about Harriet Tubman or, you know, about all this um, Malcolm X. Like, did you actually watch a movie about them growing up or did you just um, hear this from friends, American friends, or you actually read the book about them or how, how was that for you? Harriet Tubman, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King. You know, growing up, you do know about them. As a black kid, you do know about them, definitely. You are taught about them. But the thing is that knowing about it is one thing. Being informed, having the knowledge about what happened is one thing. Especially when you're, when you're surrounded by... You're, 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 you're safe. You're in a circle. Your parents put you in an environment that you're safe in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you never really experience how hard things are following those things that you're watching, those messages you understand mentally, but you never mm. really understand it. Mm. Absolutely. What I'm saying, emotionally, you don't true. really get it. So mm. when I came to Poland, like I was telling Agnes, was when I actually experienced racism for the first time. Please do share mm. about it. Um, how was your first experience? This was two days or three days after we got to Poland. Like, we came at the start of winter. We came in October, ending okay. 2010. Coming okay. straight from Nigeria, which was probably at dry season at that time. Yeah. You know? And what so, age were you at? I, I was 16. Okay. Great. And um, my, you know, because of the cold and everything, we stayed indoors for the first few days. And we just ordered in food. So... After three days, and I was like, you know, so you can't keep eating KFC and McDonald's and, you know, Papa Africa, yeah. like, I, I can't keep doing this. Sure. Let's go, let's go buy food, buy, buy all the things we need. And so we went to Arcadia, actually, to go okay. buy, you know, home stuffs and food stuffs and everything. All right. And while we were there, you know, and I got in a bad mood because something happened, blah, blah, I don't know. Long story, a long time ago, whatever. But he was far in front with the driver, just walking, mm. you know. So I'm at the back giving him a space <laughs> to cool down. And then hmm. uh, I just see, because he was on his phone, and there was a guy wearing a hoodie over his head, hands in his pocket. And he just walks over, goes straight through my dad and the driver in the middle of the both of them. Whoa. Now, my dad is hmm. looking at the whole thing. And my dad, you no, know, in his own mind, again, having that innocence, my dad was like, you know what? It's probably his fault because he was on his phone. He wasn't looking up, so probably he bumped into the guy. Right. Now, this guy, like I said, again, there's a good distance between us and my dad. So I see this guy coming up, and I'm like, to my mom and my sisters, if they can please shift so I can move out of the guy's way. Okay. What happened is as I move right, this guy moves his direction back in front of me. Wow. Yeah. I told my mom immediately, like, this guy touches me, I'm lucky him out. You know, Nigeria, you come straight from Nigeria, <laughs> if you touch me, I'm slapping you, I'm not even wasting my time. Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> This guy literally bumped into me and just retired. retired. Just, that was my first fight in Poland. I was like, what the hell is your problem? And this guy is not acting as if he had the right to touch me. I'm like, are you mad? Was I? One thing, are you stupid? <laughs> Why, <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? And everything. But at that time, I didn't even consider it as racism yet. Yeah. I just mm. took it as someone just being stupid. Yeah, and just coming for you for no reason. Yeah. But within the first year being there, I was like pinpointing things. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know, not only from people, but even from officials. People were wow. like doing official work. Like, what the hell is your problem? Uh, well, because I was in high school still at that time. And there was a time, because, mm. you know, we're seniors, so we don't have full day classes. We have, like, maybe half day or we have some periods where there's breaks, there's long breaks, you know? So sometimes during the long breaks, when my friends from high school, from our class and the class below us, we'll just get together 
I'll be like, no, let's go to town, have lunch, watch a movie or something, then head back mm-hmm. to class for mm-hmm. school for class. So we were like 20 of us already. We were in the metro. I had my ticket. And I was in the middle of them. I wasn't like at the edge. I was right in the middle of them. And the ticket checkers come in, right? We're not in the, we're not in the metro yet. We're just standing. And the ticket checker comes in and they're checking everybody and everything. Now, this is three of them. They look up. They cite me. Would you believe they go through all my friends? Straight and to me. Wow. They went straight to me first. I was, I was just there in shock. Like, wow. You just said you skipped everybody. <laughs> like, they could probably yeah. have no tickets. Your job is to find who has a ticket. Exactly. Like, you just skip, like, 19, 20 people who probably may not have a ticket just to me because hmm. you think I may not have a ticket. I was mm. like, oh, I don't have my ticket, but I wanted to keep it calm. My friends didn't take it. That's why I even love them to today. They didn't take it. They went for him. Mm. Like, why did you do that? Why did you skip all of us and just go straight to him? Why? Because it's black. You don't think he has a ticket? Or you don't think that wow. he's with us and we'll make sure he has a ticket? That's yeah. just amazing, you know, right there that you actually have friends that stuck up for you. And that's what we're talking about when we really mention allies and st- stuff like this and standing yeah. up. Wow. That's mm. that's really great. Dami, what was your own um, earliest memory of um, becoming racism. aware of racism? Yeah, especially, you know, when you moved to Sweden, like, from... Yeah, I mean, like, first of all, Positive. like... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was like, first of all, like, I, I knew nothing about, like, the whole, like, racism thing. Yeah. Even in school, like, in um, middle school in sweden um we went through it but like it was like briefly it was even like an english literature where um my teacher was um analyzing the martin luther king's i have a dream like the okay the speech. Yeah, the, so yeah. and back then i knew nothing about it so i yeah. yeah so my first encounter was actually when um i was in sweden in um in amsterdam so i was outside with um some of my dad's friends um children and we're playing football and then this random uh white kid just came up to me and it's like fuck you nigga i was like oh, wow. uh, oh my language? god literally i'm like is this the language or no i think i heard the right word right and then the uh, my dad's friend's kid was like nah it's fine just leave them man she's an asshole i'm like okay oh, okay whatever so fast forward to like yeah, it was. I, I didn't, you know, I was just like, okay, whatever. It's just. And he nothing. said it in Swedish or in English? Yeah, he said it in Swedish. And, and did, yeah. you, understood, did yeah, you understand no, Swedish back then? No, no, because we oh, literally okay. just came. It was in Amsterdam. So it was okay. the first city we actually lived in, okay. in um, Sweden. And then, and yeah, the, the only thing I was like, fuck you, nigga. Wow. Like, I, I heard the, like, the end one. I was like, hold up, okay, this doesn't sound right. And right. then the guy was like, just leave him, man. Like, and then fast forward to like um, four or five years later, and then uh, we moved to like this um, city, like it's like a city outside of a of a big the city, okay. yeah, and okay. yeah, the suburb, yeah, like creating it, yeah. And um, you know, there it's known for like like most white people or most yeah. Swedish people live there. Yeah. So and then one day I was going to like a football practice, and then there was like this. Game, not gang, but like like four or five white Swedish people just driving in this Volvo, and then they drove past me, and then drove back, and then they wind their window down, and they're like, "Fuck you, nigga, go back to your country." <gasps> I was like, "Whoa!" What? I got so mad, 
and the, you know they started driving real fast, and I started chasing them like a mad person. I was like, "Hold up, hold up!" Like I wasn't thinking, I just started chasing. Like you, you're going to a rage, you just lose your senses. Like, are you mad? Are you serious? Yeah, I was like, "Hold up, what the fuck?" Like, what is this? Like chasing them, and like, bro, of course they they drove fast, they drove, they drove up, you know. Yeah, like yeah. when yeah. my when my parents were in Poland, when we were in Poland, right? The first four years that my parents were there, my dad, my dad used to not understand to the last year. My I knew my parents actually had the cultures as well. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's what I wanted as to diplomats, ask because they had I wanted to say, yeah, that's actually mm. what I wanted to ask. Like, how do we? Do you feel like? Do you guys feel like our experiences are different from they, our parents, or more so? Do they really understand that racism they, here? They, they, like how? I believe yeah, the thing yeah. that happened with our parents, sorry to cut you off if I did, no, 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 was, fine, that, fine. was that our parents grew up with it, right? So they actually already had the knowledge. I think that's what made them educate us as we were growing up about it, right? Absolutely. But they, made yeah. us, they educated us to the point that understand that it's the past. It's not now. Mm. Don't judge mm. now. So that's what that's happened. True. Growing up, it was, it's the past. It's not now. I'm not going to hate a white person for the mistakes of his forefathers. Mm. It's like mm. someone hating me for the mistakes of my own forefathers. I'm not them. You're not them. Mm. That was the mentality mm. our parents raised us with, you know? So coming over and then experiencing it, it's like, you know, even our parents are in shock. Like, my parents were in shock when they experienced it. My, my dad experienced mm. it with my mom. My mom experienced yeah. it separately. And the yeah. issue was that the reason why I knew they never understood was because I always got into altercations with it. I never backed out of it. I went full out in it. If I was alone, if I was with friends, one thing or another, I... I, Agnes, you know the bump I have on the side of my head, right? Yeah. You've seen it. I got that yeah. from a fight, fighting a racist. He Whoa. called my ex girlfriend a bitch, said that she, we're on the bus going to the gym, and he said that he was talking to his friend. He was like, uh, I'm on the bus with a bitch who's with a nigga. Whoa. I, she just looked at me, and I was like, Pam, are you mad? And he was like, What, you got a no. problem? I'm like, Do you actually think you're on the right? I actually got mad. I was like, I actually think you're on the right. I know. I was like, no, do you want screw it? And I'll if teach you, you know lesson. something about Tony, you <sighs> got to know that Tony is ready to fight. Like yeah. he's ready to defend. Especially himself. if you disrespect me or my people. Oh! Especially if you disrespect me, my people. I don't care if you're my friend or That's anything. If you I remember when I told you I encountered someone chasing me and my ex one time. You were like, send me the location. I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming, coming there. there. Second. I'm coming. I'm ready. I'll be there in a second. Yeah. So the thing is like, so I looked at him and I was like, nah, you got to be playing. So I was like, you know what? I'm getting out of this bus in two stops. If you're man enough, follow me out. No jokes. <laughs> this guy followed me out. Wow. Yo, wow. I, 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 I just literally get out of the bus. My ex-girlfriend's in front of me. I literally just take off my gym bag. The guy's behind me. I take off my gym bag. I pass it to her. I know I pushed her away just so she's not around the Whoa. my area i push her away like i was, I was actually, I actually that's how mad i got i didn't even get to the point of you gently pushing her away i actually made sure that she was far away from me and him i actually pushed her far away and i turned around by the time i turned around this guy gave me a sucker punch now from there i blanked out I, I i don't i all i remember was i was on the floor with him he was purple and people were trying to get my hands off him mm. that's all i remember i was <laughs> on this guy's ass i was on him like are you not even me Fuck, forget calling me a nigga i'm used to that by now why are you calling wow. her a bitch? Like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah. I would just mm. look at someone and just call her a bitch. That's number one. That's, that's, even the, that's the biggest thing that just got me mad. And then I look at me and call me a nigger. Like, you have the guts. I'm twice your size and you're calling me a nigger. Yeah. You have no fear. Mm. <laughs> you're not afraid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Actually, also, my first experience for sure is I just really feel like... I mean, 
I used to be the one, my parents on the other end, they were different from your parents. Like my dad always taught, especially everybody in Sweden, were out for, out for him because he's black. Trust yeah, me. He's he would say stuff money. like, oh, it's because I'm black. Oh, they're racist. This. And I will always think, because I was more naive than I would say, I was like, that, come on, no, I don't think so. Maybe it's because yeah. they just don't like you, or maybe because they're just very introverted. Like, I would always give them a reason but that, you know? Because I'm like, mm. because some, some Swedish people are really known for not saying it in your face, you know? Yeah. But, but, and also, I mean, I do feel like in high school, maybe Loki, I was also bullied, but in my head, I just thought it was a normal kind of you just been bullying like you know not like yeah. in, in a more it, it, it was it was shady but just worse yeah. thank you it was shady here and there you know my accent my words back then wasn't properly you know finessed because i just got from nigeria and i really had to keep up with the students there you know with the whole technology and stuff so mm. i had to do twice the work but i felt like yeah i was having low-key comments here and there but in my head, I just felt like, whoa, they're low-key kind of fat. Like, I wasn't thinking like, oh, maybe because I'm black, they're actually picking on me, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I would always give it excuse. But I felt like fast forward till like maybe when I was in Poland. I mean, I'd experienced stuff also in Poland. But when I really, really felt it in Sweden was when I um, went back um, home. And I think I had actually posted this on um, Instagram story where um, I was supposed to come back home and I had already bought all my ticket, like my train ticket, because going back to Sweden, you need to plan out all your trip from A to Z because everything is scheduled and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had, yeah. so if I'm late to one like place, then I'm definitely going to miss my other transport and so on. And it's all going to be effed up for the rest of the day. And I have to just get new ticket, which is really expensive. So as I got to the airport, it never happened to me before. And this was in Stockholm, the capital city. I was about to check out and there were um, controllers that like randomly control people just to check your bag. So right. as I'm walking down though, you know, because now I've been hearing a friend of mine who's an activist in Sweden that actually started talking more about racism and all that stuff and people's encounter. So I already kind of had an idea, but as I saw both of them, I was like, oh no, this today's not the day. Please guys, really do not stop me. If you guys are really say you're all equality country and all that stuff like today's the day i'm gonna know if you know like you're probably you guys right or wrong in my yeah. head. exactly <laughs> in my head right so i kept walking walking and everybody walked past me and as i was about to do like excuse me hold up i was like <laughs> oh my days no way and they checked my back like they checked they even called another person to check it and i was no. like really i just have one question for you guys why did you guys stop me see because i'm black and the lady <laughs> looked at me right in the eyes and, and she'll she be didn't shocked. Say yes or no yeah she didn't say yes or no she's yeah. like well, we just have to do our job. And she called another lady to check my bag again. I was like, what? You yeah. really think if I want to take something illegal into this country, I'm going to do this as a black person, knowing full well that everybody's eyes are oh. on me? Like, you know really? Saying? So mm. I missed everything that day, and they didn't even refund it. I was, I was so mad. As soon as I got into the shuttle bus, I just started tearing up because I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, it finally hit me, and I was just like, Wow, it, it's not even people just calling you the name of, oh, f you the n word or this. Mm, but it was just yeah. that how I now felt from deeply, like it just all came out and I couldn't stop it and cry. Tears was just rolling down. I was like, wow. Agnes, uh, if you don't mind, I would like to mention something for your listeners. All right. 
a lot of you may think while listening to this right now that we're sensitive or overreacting or anything. Oh, Lord. Now, the thing is, y'all can go fuck yourselves. Actually, I'm not even going to hide it. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. That's number one. Number two, oh. if you think we're being sensitive, try to imagine, especially for people in Poland now, try to imagine that walking into a bus, walking into a room, or walking past people, hearing the word chanu. Like, what's the word for nigga again? Like, Chanuk or Chanusha or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember it. It's been a while. I can't remember it because I haven't heard it for a long time. Yeah. But I remember when I was living in Poland, that word was so common, I, I wasn't getting mad about it no more. Shit. Yeah. Try to imagine that kind of reality of life. It got so normal to hear that, I wasn't even getting mad no more. I actually got tired of being mad to try and correct. Because I, I noticed I was, getting, I was getting mad to pass a message like, this is wrong. Absolutely. But then I looked at it mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm getting mad at a bunch of bad apples. No offense to those who are good or anything. No offense mm-hmm. to the whole country. Yeah, that's actually true. Oh my goodness. That's mm, actually very again. sad because when people do talk about uh, sensitivity, it really boils me down because, I, I mean, it's almost like, you know, a spouse, a guy telling his woman in a relationship like, oh, stop complaining. You're you're being too sensitive. That's the last hmm. word you want to tell somebody in, a, in an argument. You make them riled up. And I just feel like it's gaslighting as well just to um, rile you up, et cetera, you know, and make you even mad. And then they go from, oh, you're an angry black woman or angry angry black person. And I just feel like... Even to buttress what Tony has been saying, like, it's just like people, if you've experienced dark stuff in your past, there is no way in a few years from now you're going to, someone's going to tell you, forget it. It's just like people that have been victims of rape, people that have yeah. been, you know, victim of sexual abuse, you know, or, or, or you know, um, people that have been victims of maybe gangs shooting their, their siblings or something. It doesn't get any better, you know, 10 years, 20, 30, 40 years. You can't tell them, please stop talking about it. You're being sensitive. You get what I mean? So Mm. I just feel like people, when they use that word, they're just not being sensitive. And, you know, it just is so sad, you know? know Yeah, and the thing, yeah, the things that they haven't really, like, experienced, uh, like, the feeling of being in that, in the same situation as us. Yeah. yeah. So they say just stop being sensitive. Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, you gotta walk in my shoe to be able to feel that. You know. So, yeah. you know, yeah. is it mm. the, the thing? Like, is like, I, I I remember when I used to look at when I was in Poland, and things were like outfits World War Two. You know, Germany and Poland came up and everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were still so angry about it and everything, which yeah. I honestly mm. I respect. I respect you guys feeling how you feel about it. You know, but I always used to ask a question, and I was like. If you guys are mad going through four years of that, which is still terrible, please, I'm not taking it away from you. Try to imagine mm. how we feel with over 400s of slavery hmm. being taken hmm. away from your homes exactly the same way. That's being taken away from your homes, being chained up, being so put true. in a place yeah. where you're, uh, uh, there's no black person with an actual name. Hmm. Nobody had a name. Nobody had an identity. You, if, you, if you were brilliant, if you were smart, if you could read, your life mm. will be taken away from you. That's how bad it could be. If you're angry about outfits, then what the fuck should I say? Hmm. Mm. Exactly. 
That's so true. You make a point. Oh, anyways, mm. I also, you know, wanted to ask, like, how has also this uh, experience been for you guys um, in interracial relationships? If you've ever been in one, oh, if you'd days. like to share your experience. So, Dami, oh, I would like to go with you first. <laughs> oh, where do I start? Where do I start? Where do I start? Oh, my That's God. not an easy one. That's going to be a tough one. <laughs> yeah, but, like, um... I mean, you know, like, um, being in an interracial, like, relationship, like, there's always going to be this kind of, like, cultural crash, you know? Absolutely. And, and this kind of, like, like, first of all, their par- parent, like, their parent, they don't want to offend you, offend you, but in a way, you know, it's offensive. So, where should I start? Okay, um, so, yeah, okay. I was, yeah, my, my current girlfriend right now, uh, went to, a, I'm not, wait, hold up, I'm not allowed to say this, like, <laughs> sure, <please>. oh, no, <laughs> okay, this so, is a um, safe space, go ahead, okay, nobody's all right, all right. gonna, that <laughs> right. so, yeah, so, went to, a, went to a family, and then they're like, ah, oh, in your wedding, you know, we've been, well, we're gonna have, like, a rap, rapping, rap, uh, a rapper, Who's gonna rap in your um in your wet during your wedding day, and then we're gonna have like this traditional thing. Oh, maybe we're we're even gonna get like a dread. I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> Who why said do you, that? Why? Did someone just say once we're gonna get a dread? Yeah, dreadlock, you know. And then you know, we're getting this, is it, like, is it a, is it a rap battle or some rust stuff? Right. Without <laughs> <laughs> my question, I'm like, yo, is this a rap battle or something? Like, like what's, what's going this, on? You know. Yeah, and wow. um. So, yeah, it's stuff like that, you know, also with my hair and stuff. They're, like, very curious and stuff, but uh, yeah, I haven't you that spongy? bad. What? Have you heard about your hair being spongy? No, 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 no. Oh, my God. I haven't heard about that. Oh, no, my no, God. No, no. Have, you ever, have you ever had people come and touch your hair? You're like, oh, my God, it's so spongy. Like, if you cut uh, it, you can use it as sponge. Yes. I'm like, what? what? No, okay, mine isn't that bad. I'm like, what? Did you just <laughs> That's so me. I've heard that people been touching well, really? even before they could say excuse you. Yeah, trust me. We yeah, have that's the thing. That. Yeah, people just be touching my hand. Like, oh my god, this is so soft. Oh, that's this... so true. Wow. And uh, and sorry, I don't know <laughs> and... about your bro, but like, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 okay, I've been in a lot of interracial relationships over the past ten. Ever since I moved into Europe, I'm just like yeah. I've been with only Europeans, and. um no, it's oh, kind of funny. Okay. Because I, like, I know, I know. Only before, European. You know, before, before, Another before the black women just come and start killing me like, oh, this. so you don't like some black women or anything? Uh-huh. I love you guys. Don't get it wrong. It really I be love, like that. I love you guys. Don't get it wrong. I do, okay. do. For me, black queens, I got two sisters. Come on. They can't do that to me. Great. But it's not that. But, you know, the fun, I find it entertaining. It got to a point that it started being entertaining because I just realized that every single one of them, I had one member of the family who just did not like me at all from the start. Wow. Wouldn't even shake my hand. I know the problem was. <laughs> that was my favorite person in the family because I just had fun with them. I was mm. just having fun. I would literally turn that whole, this thing, that whole. Mm-hmm. I'll, just, I'll just turn it into something I'm using for myself. I'll start. Sometimes I even, I even call that I start bullying them. Just trying to talk to them. Trying to laugh with them. But mm-hmm. I, I look at them like, look, by fire, by force. <laughs> that's the nigerian right there we will yeah. like we will like each other one way or another you know and it's just fully entertaining but mm. even in conversations i realized even till now my baby moms right we talk we talk about a few things once in a while and i realized that there's so much as a foreigner they have no clue about yes mm. no matter 
so trust me, no matter how many times I hear, oh, I got white friend, I got black friends, or I got black family members, you would never truly understand. Mm, good That's one, so good true. one. Mm. Never. Yes, you do have. So I do, true. I do, I do believe you do have. I do believe you respect them. But the pain they go through, their day-to-day life, waking up in the morning like, oh, God, I have to deal with this shit again. Absolutely. I'm just thinking, am I going to make it to the end of the day? You don't understand at all. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And I'm also going to share my own experience uh, with one of my ex. So before um, I would speak on that, let's, you know, go on a short break. And we'll be back for more of Ongaro stories. So stay tuned. So in case you don't know me, I'm a cloth hoarder. This means buying clothes, keeping clothes, and buying more clothes with the old clothes being in the closet. Yes, I admit it's a really bad habit because it really makes my closet cluttered and it gives little to no space. But what I've done now is I found an application through a friend called Vinted.pl, V-I-N-T-E-D dot P-L as I'm based in Warsaw, Poland. So I upload all my clothes that I don't wear, that I've worn once, twice, or just a few times. And whoever is interested can just tap and buy. You can search my name by typing Agnesita, double S, double T. See you guys. Welcome back, guys, from the break. Um, it's your girl, Agnes, and we're on Ongeto Stories. And as we're talking about on this segment, uh, we're talking about racism, our experiences, and how, um, you know, white people could help us change this um, whole stuff or how they could help in the whole change. So um, as before leaving the break, I was about to tell you my own Ongeto Story experience that I had with my ex at that time so what had happened was um you know it's so funny because we didn't get so much time to actually dive into those kind of topics um during covid but i feel like in my head like talking about other stuff like finance religion um things here and there and stuff like this and how we could deal with stuff like he was giving me so much positive answer positive answer that i kind of felt like okay um I feel like, okay, it should be good on this side. And I mean, if you really don't like black people, then why are you go- really going to be dating me? And I mean, right. I kind of touched touched up on that topic a bit with him as well. But obviously, like, oh, do you have any black person in your, um, you know, company, like diversity? And it was like, well, he had once, but the person kind of, I don't know, maybe he wasn't professional, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I kind of, okay, like you went there a bit, but okay, there are not a lot of black people here. I guess mm. within the field of um this whole um logistics speaking Polish and you know with the kind of business requirements they they needed in the fashion, um, right. so I let him just have it. But fast forward to in the relationship, um, I started noticing that he really loved to tan himself because when I met him, yo, he was just like normal white person, you know. But like a bit with brown, uh, brown's tone, but it wasn't that bad. But he would always make comments like, you know, um, I can't wait to go on a vacation so I can really be dark like you. Bruh. Bruh. I was like, I that's a violation. That. <laughs> Literally, I hate when people say that, like, oh, look, I'm as dark as you. Like, 
Uh, no, you're not. No, uh, no you're burnt. I'm, I'm, I'm dark. You're burnt. Essay, That's the difference. That's the wrong word to use. They were like, yeah, I can't wait to be, you know. And I was like, no, you mean you can't wait to get tanned. Okay. Yeah. But so I let it slide a bit. And then later he will start showing me pictures of when he was really, really like literally his color was very, very dark. And I'm yeah. like, is this filter or you really use the sun? He was like, yeah, the sun. I love to really burn myself so I can look really, really as black as I can be, you know, and I'm going to you know, look like you. So after a while, it really got on my nerve. And I was like, yo, you can't say that word. That word is wrong. And he started to get defensive. Why can't I? I'm like, because you will never be black. That's number one. Number two, um, you, you can use the word tan, but it's wrong to use the word black because this is my skin and I wear this skin every day. When you tan yourself, this wears off after a few weeks. So and I'm going to be experiencing what I'm experiencing on a day-to-day basis. You will never even experience half of this because at the end of the day, when a cop stop you on the road, they're going to just say that you're tanned, you're not black, you don't have the features of black people. Yeah. And we just mm, literally started yeah. arguing the whole day and you know we'll have such argument like this we'll not talk for one two three days can you imagine because he his ego he raised, never, like... yeah he would never even have the audacity to be like i'm i'm, I'm sorry that kind of thing yeah. anyways that was just number one the height of it all for me was he wanted to introduce me to his uh, mother and we had set a date like okay next weekend you know you're going to meet my mother. I'm like, okay, cool, great. No problem. I mean, I'm not ready for that stage, but if you want to, great, sure. Um, so around that next weekend, you know, the whole movement thing was happening in Poland as well, where everybody was supporting the whole movement, you know, the whole George Floyd. and Oh, my days. Yeah, Dana Taylor and everybody. Yeah, so um, apparently then I knew, like, let's say next week came by and I knew, like, halfway into the week maybe two three days before a day before actually i was supposed to meet his mother like oh there is a pop-up um, um rally uh, movement march in warsaw like by the embassy and i was like yeah no doubt i'm gonna go because you know that's just a no-brainer so i told him like you know what the movement thing is happening i'm gonna go i'm not really gonna make it to your mom's um, dinner but we could do it this way maybe you know I can go um, be there halfway we can go you can you know and then we leave maybe after two three hours and we go to your mother or if you feel like you don't want to join then it's also fine you can just go directly and be with her and we meet I'll meet her some other time yo <laughs> let me tell you the whole argument started on this text like what you're not gonna meet my mother that's such some disrespectful ass bs kind of thing da, 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 da. i put my heart on the platter and this is how you're gonna i was like wait 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 <laughs> what this is about my people if you cannot take yourself out of your own brain to really see what this whole thing is like this stop making this about yourself like this is a whole movement and i'm not even normally you should say yo i want to be there to support mm. you but i'm not even holding it against you to be like be with me i'm like i just want to go for myself and my own people but not yeah. a problem for you it became a whole problem i cannot believe this like i cannot even tell my parents what are they gonna say what's my mom my sister gonna i'm like what are they gonna think if they think anything less that oh she left us and this then bruh 
I'm not supposed to be in this family because if you guys are not, if you guys don't know what this is all about, then you will never know what it's all about. Don't play with a black woman, fam. Are you mad? <laughs> no. You don't play with a black woman. Do not. And this is when I started to really think, oh my goodness, am I really sleeping with the devil? Jeez, like I cannot believe this that it finally happened to me because I always thought never like of course everybody i've you know dealt with that were they happen to be caucasian like yeah they never you know they honestly they always were very cool or they would even say nothing at all so they don't even piss mm, me off or try to say yeah. the wrong thing but this guy really thought he had the nerves and other days he would bring the whole holocaust of poland and i'm like bro i came to poland <laughs> to go see out and Birkenau on my own money on my own stuff like i went to to see what the whole deal was with Poland. I don't think you've gone to a black museum to really see what it was, or you've went on online or read a book about the whole black slavery and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, it's the same thing. I went through the same thing as well. You can't say, what? I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It just started going left. And this is when I thought, wait, so if we actually imagine, which God forbid, thank God it never will happen or ever will. So imagine we have a kid. What are you going to tell her? What are you going to tell him about racism? I'm just going to say, well, we're all equal. And if everybody tries to F with him or her, I'm going to break their... I'm like, no. That's... What? Oh, my God. Uh, it, it was, we're all bruh. equal. Like, you know, to, like, we're all equal. Like, we're equal? Where? Where are we equal? Like, what she I said, I, I worship what you're saying, I've actually had that same conversation years ago when William was first born with his mother okay we had mm. such similar conversations oh my where god I yeah was... please do share because tony by yeah. has a, a a black kid um with a polish uh lady so please do tell us the thing is i looked at him and i was going full in like nigerian mode nigerian dad mode not to harm him yeah. like like I, want, I was like i need you to get tough because of what i was seeing right and his yeah. mom came mm. like i'm being too tough on him and everything i was like i get i'm being too tough on him but I'm being tough on him for his own safety because, hmm. yes, for me, for you, he's half Nigerian, half Polish. In your eyes, he's half white, half black. But guess what? To the rest of the world, he's a he's black guy. Black. He's, black. Black. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. he's black, you know? And she was so, let's say, sure, hopeful. Hmm. She had so much faith in, you know, her view of things that she was like, no, I'm being sensitive i'm being oh, too days. too overprotective i'm being too uh, hard on him you know and she was thinking it was more because of how i was brought up by my dad because my dad was mm-hmm. so hard on me and everything mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with that my dad actually did the good thing by training me to be the way he did because if he didn't train me this way and left me in poland i would i would have been in pieces yeah but because he trained me to have a strong head and a strong will that's the reason why he become near me I'll look at you first, like, respect yourself. Let's just, let's just respect ourselves. If you don't want <laughs> yes, to do that, yes. very well. Let's all go inside together. Whatever happens, happens. That's, that's the way it is. So I was, like, I, got it. I was like, what I want my son to learn is you may have the power of a European. You have the European passport. You have the Polish passport. You may have the power of a European. But mm. I want you to grow to have the mind of a black man. Mm. Huh. That's what I said, the- you know? So she, she didn't really understand it. And then they left. You know, they left before me. They left uh, Poland before me. And then mm-hmm. Netflix started releasing so many movies about, you know, interracial couples and yeah. mixed kids and, mm. like, police yeah. brutality and all those kind of things. And she was actually watching it. I remember one day she wrote to me and she was like, I see what you mean now. Wow. Um, and then she said, I'm yeah. scared. She actually told me that she's scared. 
I was like, yeah, wow. welcome to my reality. Every day I wake up. Yeah. School. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like that's already something enough being black and going through it. But then having a kid that's hey. black or mixed, you know, and oh my goodness. And you have to just every time know where he or she is. And, you know, you don't want to go borderline of like now <laughs> controlling and stalking. No. My son, my son, good. sorry, my son right now takes no bullshit from nobody. I, I, me and him have trained i've trained him to a point like if he's by himself i i i train him to understand if someone comes up to you if it's bullying or racism i don't care what it is i don't want him to be oppressed in any way shape or form mm. by anybody mm. so i've taught mm. him like okay look if someone comes up to you and they bully you stay calm always go calm oh, first wow. that's great one two he he kind of so he kind of learned how to count it now he's like one two he lets you have one two offenses but he will not let you get away with the third. Oh, oh, no. a, month, <laughs> a month ago it happened in the school Someone in the school was being hard on him and everything. He let it go the first time. That was like in the morning. I actually saw that happen in the morning. The second time apparently happened when I dropped him off in the in like before their break, before lunch and everything. But the third time, which was when they were not outside playing before coming to pick them up, this kid came on my son again. My son punched him straight in the face. <laughs> I came to the school and teacher was like, teacher was like, if someone punched somebody, I was like, what did they do? That's what I asked. What did they do? Not what did he, what did they do? Because don't come mm. and push me like my son did something you bad. You know your son, yeah. Like, I know, know him. I, I don't know what I trained him. What did they do? And when I when I came like that at this teacher, like, what did they do to him? Then she was all like, yeah, 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 it's not a big deal. Like, you know, there were kids, you know, so they were, he was, you know, then she was something bullshit, like, yeah, yeah, but I was like, let me guess. The kid came at him the first time in the morning. Which kid, you know, she showed me. I was like, that kid came at him in the morning. Did he That's come at him so again? True, she yeah. was like, yes. So what happened? She was like, I don't know what happened, but they were playing. And then later, boom, the kid came over crying because your son punched him in the face. I was like, yeah, because oh, the kid goodness. was bullying my son. You should have done your job better and watched them. Wow. I, I came at the teacher, do your job better and watch them. Don't come and complain to me because my kid punched your kid. My kid was bullying another kid. You also come and complain to me that my kid is bullying somebody. Don't come and tell yeah. my kid to punch somebody that's when it's so being true. oppressed. You're Don't, right. do, that. You're Don't right. do that. I feel like that's, I mean, audience, we're not trying to say. The violence is not the violence best. Violence is the best. Violence, no. But sometimes but in our life, like, Yes, I feel like you do check your surroundings and see because obviously some people they could be in, in groups trying to bully. Obviously, that's not the right idea to start um, fighting or whatever. But yeah. but I feel yeah. Go Sorry, in, we were in Poland once in the playground. I watched. I was just watching him. It was just me and him, and I actually that was the first time I wanted to test everything with him. This time, for people to understand what was going on and. Try to imagine that life for him as a two-year-old in Poland was, or his senses of defense were already high. Hmm. And his defense, the thing is like, it was kind of a shock for him at first because the only black people he had around him was me yeah. and my hmm. friends I showed him. My parents were in Nigeria or that was before they even moved to the UK, I moved to Dublin. So it okay. took a while for my parents to came to see him. So this whole time, he he has been around Polish people, so he was so used to Polish people. So when you go yeah. out to playgrounds and everything, he's he's not hiding. He doesn't even see himself as different. He yeah. sees himself as one of them, you know. Wow. And yeah. they treated him differently, which was always confusing for him, and mm. everything, you know. Mm. So wow. I remember there was a time when there were some kids doing some things to him. This is where I knew that I he had clicked the the system. They came at him the first time. He ignored. He was doing his own thing and all that. He came at, they came by him the second time. He ignored. He was in his own thing and everything. By the time they came by him the third time, he just stopped. He looked for me. He was looking at me. I was looking at him. I was like, freedom. 
like, like with the nod, you know. He's like, he's looking at me at night, like, Daddy, what should I do? What should I do? I'm like, I, I feel your freedom. I went, wow, for, the, that's I, right. I, I went for the yeah. parents. I was like, that's so true. Yeah, that's control. so true. By the time I saw him getting to the point like he wanted to do something, I went to the parents. I was, I'm yeah, not going to go and meet him and be like, stop that's playing good. or anything. I'm like, yes. no, I'm not going to do that. You play, you exactly. do your thing. Exactly. But you go to the, to the, the parents? tree, the yeah. root. Absolutely. Watch your kid. Mm. I'm telling Absolutely. you now, watch your kid. If you don't watch your kid, my kid will deal with your kid. And if Absolutely. you step in, I will deal with you. <laughs> Let's keep it like that. Period. You understand? Period. Thank you. That's true. And also, I wanted to also talk. Have you ever had those weird experiences, Dami, where you feel like, you know, somebody has said something racist or very, um, done something racial to you, but you chose not to speak up? And why did you choose not to speak up? You know, there are those moments where you end up going back home and then you're like, oh, I should have stood up and said something. I should have, you know, or maybe, you know, they said it to somebody else. It could be even another person you know you witnessed this but you didn't like stand up or maybe say something and then you finally end up regretting it at home like maybe you could have made a difference or yeah. stuff like this did you ever have no. any experience like that um yeah actually of course of course i mean stuff like these you and which you, setting you were you where you freedom. at this was actually in school in high school okay. actually like okay. um you know uh you know, you know, school, we make jokes, like, they make, like, weird-ass jokes. For example, That's we're watching true. a movie, you know, like, oh, my God, where's Dami? <gasps> you know, oh, wow. like, stuff, like yes. oh, Dami, oh, Jesus. Yes. Dami. yes. You know? And you kind of I mean, even laugh with them. Even, exactly. You know, let it slide. Then, you just like, yeah, yeah let and me then later on, like, bruh, okay. Or, you know, that, I'm yeah. in a meeting, and then, you know, it's in the night, you know, and then they can only, they can only see my teeth, you know? Oh, so it's like, Damn it, I can wow. see you. I can see nothing but teeth. Oh my like, goodness. I feel yeah, you. I, I You're like them too. And then later I'm like, bro, yo, am I am I am I okay? Like something <laughs> like mm-hmm, this is something mm-hmm. I don't I don't just let slide, you know. And these That's are my white so these are my white friends, you know. That's yeah. so I should educate true. them too, you know. That's so true. Yeah. I used to have that such friend as well with me in uni and um he was known to be really a joker, let's just call it that way. But right. I felt like mm. with things he would make jokes also with me you know it's kind of like the slavery thing you know where they you know use this and that did you get that joke you know and i will look at him like um what did you guys and other people be like yo stop and maybe later at the end of this at the end of the lecture he would be like you know i'm just kidding you know i love you right you know like you know this just mm. me i always make jokes uh, and this uh, i'm like i'm like yeah 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 sure i know of course we're friends you know and i'll let it be and then i'll be home again like reading this stuff we're seeing people's you know stories and i'll be like wow why didn't why didn't i go right around right, right him yeah like, that kind of thing because it starts from here Right. So then, you know, I have to, you know, pop out on him another time. And then it almost seems like, yo, wait, what? Where did that come from? Wow, you're being aggressive. Like, we were just friends and kicking in, and I just made a joke, you know? But this mm. joke cost other people their lives. Like, what are you that's talking true. about? You know, like, that's something. I know people are trying to make light of everything, but you just can't make light of everything. Like, it's just not funny at the end of the day. The, mm. uh, when I was in high school, there was one joke. I don't know if you guys have heard this before, but most likely you have. Which is, what does the mun lower say when you turn it on? I don't know. Oh, yes, Justin Bieber did this, and he had yes, Justin Bieber did this, and it haunted him years later. I was in high school. 
a guy, a, one of the guys came up to me and he was like, this was when I just started with them, when I was first came oh to Poland. Oh my gosh, yeah. And he was like, you know, they, they were always, I, I feel like that classroom did not really have a large majority of um, foreigners, which allowed mm-hmm. a lot of those things to slide. Yeah. And then the mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I feel like um, Tony is about to say something, but um, he cut off. Yeah. Sorry, I'm back. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. You know, it was our, then our classroom was um, divided. It was like 50 50. 50, it was 50%. No, it was equally balanced later okay. on. And then I remember one guy just threw the joke out and everything. And we were like, okay. But we didn't really do anything about it. Okay. Now, the thing was like, that joke came up. Not once. Normally, if you say the joke once and you get away with it, let you it can let it slide. Yeah. You keep bringing it up. Wow. Over like the, it was over, really over, funny yeah. for him. Like and now really he's funny a for him. He now was like, the, let me keep using this joke. People are really you know, loving me. Now, <laughs> I'm, I'm the only black kid in my school, in my high school. In the high school region, I'm the only black guy. Now, I don't want to cause yeah. a name for myself already. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. my dad was already on my ass because I was telling you earlier, like every time I go into altercations, the police cannot arrest me. Right? Mm. Yeah. So what yeah. they can do is that they can write a note to the embassy. Yeah. So my dad was always receiving notes from the embassy. He got to a point my dad was like, what is your problem? <laughs> You're not the only child I have. <laughs> I was like, like, I have to defend myself. You know? And he didn't wow. even... He, sorry, I'm going to just for a second, but he didn't even understand. I told you my parents experienced something, right? Yeah. One day my, my dad was in Praga. Was, this was, he was looking for something to buy to okay. send back to Nigeria. Because this is when okay. he was going back to Nigeria. And Praga mm. is a very... is a district in Warsaw that I would say there are a lot of violence there. It's it has this connotation, at least, anyways, yeah. and the stereotypes of gangsters being living there and stuff like this. So carry on, yeah. He was walking freely. That's what I'm saying. My dad, I believe that the world had grown to the point that it has surpassed this, you know. Mm. And he was just walking freely, and then some, he was with my mom, and then some guys in the car, some dressages and everything, just were speeding from far, and then they stopped, rolled down the window, and with a hand figure like a gun pointed and like shot at them and then drove off oh. my oh, dad my looked at it and the only thing that went through my dad's mind was what if that was a real gun yeah hmm. honestly whoa that was that and that was a very life-changing opening eye moment oh, ever since him. then he told me straight up because he was a big fan of poland the whole time and he still is a big fan of poland the whole time the only thing was that he got so disappointed because he said it's going to take actually three more generations to get Poland where they need to be right oh, now. And that's so sad to yeah. hear, you know, because it, it's, 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 it's slowly, but it's just not there yet. It's just it's, not He said it like yet. Poland has the, the potential to be the richest, most fundamental, influential country in the whole of Europe. He loves Poland. Mm. But he said that with the bullshit that Poland go, does, yeah. it's, it's going to take like a few generations before they finally get where they're supposed to be. How is it mm. with you in Dublin uh, over there? How is it? I'm not going to say that racism isn't here. Okay. I've so on a scale from one to five. I've never heard the word nigger said to me in the past two oh, years. That's great. So, yeah. It was so bad for me when I came here. Like, when, by, the first, by the time I had the first altercation with the police, my defense was so up. Wow. Thank God that it was two of them. And one of them is an older guy. So he has the experience. Mm. Because if it, was, okay. if it wasn't him, I don't know what would have happened. Because I got yeah. into full defense already. Yeah. And he just looks at me and he's like, calm down. Calm down. Wow. You know, he's like, calm I, down. I also it's- had a, also another experience with a police lady in Sweden. I was on the bus lane, but it was really late at night. So I just thought, okay, I could ride there. I mean, the buses are not really riding. She stopped me. But I felt like 
it's either because I was like, wow, she really could have, you know, really find me. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get you, like, get you, get you, like that. Yeah, but right. then again, I had like my other friends that were also kind of like, um, immigrants you know they were also right. my swedish friends but they were not black so i'm not sure yeah. if it was also due to them or if honestly she was just a really good person but in general that gave me a really good view about police like you know what i mean not all police are bad you know i mean i feel like police in the states is a whole different case you know what i mean but in europe some police are actually here to protect you in other countries some police side their own citizen first before they even hear the the foreigners the, the, anyways I, one question the, i wanted uh, to ask oh i'm sorry <laughs> yeah. i actually just remember something that is it's, mm-hmm. it's funny but it kind of in a slight small slight way kind of shows that whole racism discrimination thing it was mm. after high school i was mm-hmm. in the house party in the summer my dad traveled you know how african fathers are they don't like people in the house so every time yeah. he travels out, you're like, party! You just call all your friends, like, everybody, my house. Come on, yeah. bro. <laughs> so this, is, this party is mad. My house is packed up. My sister comes inside and she's screaming, the police is here, the police is here. I'm like, the police? Not possible. They can't come to this house. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm being cocky and shit. And she's like, no, seriously, the police is here. And I'm like, we're front or back? She's like, the back. So I go to the back. Mm-hmm. My friend is doing something which I cannot mention. <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> but he's doing something and the police are watching wow. him from the fence outside because my wow. fence wasn't um it wasn't like blocked it's like the yeah. chain it was the yeah. bar type so you can literally okay. just see him okay yeah. and, and they're right behind him looking down on him my guy's on the chair just doing his thing i'm like oh my god i'm in trouble wow. and i go to them and they're like who owns this house i'm like i hmm. do and they're like come to the front now Though everything went well, everything went well, nothing went, you know, nothing bad happened, you know. Only one thing got my attention. It was when I got to the front, I went to them outside. They were like, hi, yes, so again, who owns the house? I was like, I do. I live here. I own the house. They're like, okay, do you have your ID or something with you? Because, you know, your IDs will have your address. Your kata will have your address on it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got my kata. I gave him my kata. He looked at it, looked at the house, looked at me. Looked at the kata <laughs> again. Looked at the house again, looked at me. Yeah, and I began a to see right there. Yeah, I began to yeah. see that he could not believe that there's actually a black man who actually lives in this part of the neighborhood. Absolutely. I lived in Sadiba, close to Villanova. I literally okay. lived in the house, yeah. like the houses. And usually that, where the hmm. where the um, um, ambassadors uh, live. Yeah, that's yeah. a very nice area, though. I I feel like yeah, that's true. Police, uh, especially um. Uh, same-sex police they really have it tough on obviously you know black people i also had the experience where a friend of mine okay was also doing something illegal which obviously i'm not gonna stay here and you know the neighbors called the cops and i literally told him just run away from here because i knew if the police comes here with and they were guys i could hear from their voice from the telecom and he's black he's gonna really get into trouble i just felt like the only thing i could use was my papers it's just my swedish card you know i mean i knew that yeah i could also be in trouble but i was just like at least i have my swedish pass to back me up you know rather than just 
you know, being a foreigner, you know, straight from Africa, living in Poland with uh, the residence permit. And also, you know, you know, sometimes some foreigners have a hard time getting a renewal of the um, oh my God, of the, the visa. Of the president. Yeah. Residence and if the police catch you in any slight thing, oh, they will take it to the max. They will literally yeah. exaggerate everything. So I had to just, you know, play my charm, my personality and I mean, but they searched the house. They searched it upside down. Like, even without the search warrant, I was just like... Yeah, no. Just, I was like, I'm just going to be calm. I'm not even going to, you know, fuss or do anything. And, you know, they left yeah. me, so... I think, I, I think Agnes, I told Agnes the story. 2014, I believe, Kid Inc. came to Warsaw. I was there for his concert. After his concert, we went to... Me and my friends went clubbing and everything. Now, I was driving. That's the designated driver, so... Nothing but just to stay sober and everything. So I go after the club and everything. I go drop everybody home. Now I'm living in Villanova at this time. And I'm in freaking central. So I'm driving. It's like 2.30 a.m. I've not slept well in days. I'm tired. I just want to get home and go to sleep. So as I get to, um, you know, after you, after you pass Novistrat, the palm tree, and you want to go towards Villanova, the way 180 mm-hmm. goes, mm-hmm. right? After you go through that Starbucks area around there, you know? Yeah, that's where undercover cops started flashing their light at me to, pull, get to, to, to pull over and everything, you know. And I'm like, all right, cool, let me just pull over at the bus stop, you know. Yeah, so I pull over at the bus stop and everything, and they come out. I just came back from Nigeria like for the summer at that time, so anyway, it was kind of and just like a side note, this was actually the thing for me. I left for Nigeria for that summer for like three months, and when I came back to Europe, I could feel I was back in Europe, not by the weather. Not by yeah. just seeing a bunch of white people over the place. Of sorry to say, white mm. people, but no, but by the way I was treated, I was like, I'm yeah. back in, I'm back in Europe, yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah. they, mm. they so stopped true. me over. It's one guy, one girl. The guy is the oldest, the senior officer, and the girl I could tell is the junior one. You know, the tag along, the rookie. And he comes up to me, starts talking, hi, blah blah, good evening, blah blah, you know, all that kind of crap, and he's like, yeah, who's the owner of the car? I'm like, mine. Paperwork. Give it to him. Uh, are you intoxicated? I'm like, what do you mean? Did you drink? No. Do you, did, you, did you take drugs? I'm like, no. The guy kept asking me weird questions to the point I looked at him. I was like, okay, look, let's stop bullshitting, you know? Let's be honest. If I even did, I'm not going to tell you because, hello, police. The fuck? Like, what's your problem? <laughs> like, well, you keep asking me. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Even if I did take I'm not going to tell you because you're the police, you know? I got mad at him. Like, stop yeah. being stupid. What do you want from me? And hmm. he takes my ID. He, he literally interrogates me. I, I felt like I, I did commit a crime. It got to a point, I thought I did commit a crime. And I was still asking him, what did I do? Did I go yeah. across the wrong line? He didn't give me a, a reason why I did anything. He didn't tell me nothing. I didn't know speed. I didn't do any. I thought I did something. I didn't do anything. He was just on my ass. And I'm like, he goes, he asks for my carter. You know, what am I doing? I'm like, I'm studying. I mean, Kosminski, blah, blah, blah. You know? And the thing, like, another thing is this. Between um, diplomatic immunity and then normal this thing I had to switch when my dad was leaving. So I had to give up my diplomatic immunity to switch to my student residency. Okay. So four years of Poland is not really on record unless, you t- unless I tell them about my dad, then they can connect it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. So in his own mind, I've been in school for some time, but yeah. my kata is not as long as my school and there's not, there's not like a real record. That's when I told him, yeah, because my dad was a diplomat, so I was under this. So he went back to his... The guy was going to his car to research things, come back Literally. to me, go back, yeah. and back and forth. Like, yeah. just to find something. Instead of just letting you go, you know? he just wanted to yeah. find something. That's, that's, that's not the bad part yet. He tells me to get out of the car. All right. Wow. I get out. 
He's like, do you have anything on you? Because I'm about to search you. I'm like, no, I do not. He's like, okay. The guy pats me down. Nada. I was, uh, uh, this is where I got angry. Yeah, as he's patting me down and everything, as he finished, I'm like, did you find anything? He's like, no. I'm like, mm, okay. He's not like, can I check the car? I'm like, okay, you can check the car if, I, if you allow me to record you while you go around it. Hmm, okay. I told him, that's hmm. the ultimatum. I will let you search the car if you let me record you and follow you while you search the car. I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm hmm. a smart man. My father told me to be smart. I'm not going <laughs> to leave you. I'm going to plant something in the car. I'm not going to no, screw you. Right. Like, if I follow you, we can go ahead. Guess what? He was like, no. Nah. I was like, bro. I was like, bro. <laughs> For real, <laughs> I was like, like you, you knew where it's coming from. Like. I, I knew what was coming. I was like, then no, yeah. you cannot search the car. Wow. So how did it end, basically? Uh, it ended. That? It ended in a way that he told me to go back into the car. He went back to his car and everything. And then the rookie was the one who came back out of the car, giving my ID, and told me okay. to go home. Wow. He stayed in the car, pissed off. I can imagine because yeah. he, he he can have something to hold against. And you. I'm, I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you I, have a, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm done. Sorry. Dami, do yeah, you have I'll a story have, as well? Yeah, I also have a story actually. Because, I mean, I've been to the state a couple of times and I haven't really experienced any racism. I was just going like, to say that because the police yeah. in the states be doing the most. So go Honestly. ahead, tell us. So, yeah. So, um, I think, yeah, this was in 2020, February. Yeah, I traveled to like um, Texas, Austin, actually. There. I was there, you know, all dressed nice, you know. And then, you know, it's the security check-in. Because before you come in, they, you know, they check you, they check mm-hmm. you and, you know, try to see if you, if you come here to walk or yeah. illegally or something like that. So I oh, come they in. Ask question and then, the yeah, they ask me a question. What do you, what do you want to do? I'm like, yo, I, I'm yet to visit my dad. They're like, really? Okay. But you were here last, uh, like, two years ago. I'm like, yeah. I always visit my dad, like, you know, whatever. They're like, okay, okay. Step to the side. I step to the side. I see no one except for me. Like, go to that room there. I'm like, why should I go to that room? They're like, just go there. So Whoa. I went there, and it was like this kind of like cops, you know, checking you, trying to see if you if you actually Whoa. come. Like, if you if you like yeah, they thought you just... were a terrorist or what? Yeah, no, no, no. They thought I was like an um, illegal immigrant that just came here oh. to work, you know, because like you know Jesus Austin, or like Austin and San Antonio is close to like Mexico, so that's true. And people do come there illegally to work, so. Okay, the worst thing this guy was like, So tell me, why are you really here? I'm like, I came the here to walk, mean? like literally, <laughs> like I came here to walk, like really. What? So, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a student. But, like, you say you work before. I'm like, Yeah, I have a part time job in Sweden, but like, I started full time. Like, like, but you walk. I'm like, No, I'm a <laughs> bro. This guy just keep going. He's like, Okay, I'm gonna have to check your phone. I'm like, But then. Yes, I'm gonna have to check it from. I'm like, are you even allowed to do that? I'm like, they're like, yeah, we have a note, so I'm gonna have to check everything. So they went through my bag, they went through wow. my phone, trying Whoa. to see if I actually came here. Nah, you know? that's mad. I'm like, can I call my dad? Like, no, sorry, you can't call anyone. I'm like, oh my what? goodness. I'm like, I need to call my dad. Like, like, no, no, no. Sorry, you're not allowed to talk. You can't call anyone. So Did and then I saw another black person. Names or you were so stressed you couldn't. Bro, I will, I was just like, bro, what the heck is this? Because this wow. is my first time. And you know, with with everything going on, like you know, the cops killing true. black people, bro. I'm just trying to stay on the safe note, you know. That's like, so I wanna, true. I don't want to get killed. And I no, see the black guy. 
I mean, low-key in between, you know. I know I have a right to, but also I don't want to be shot, you know. Exactly. Because you know? they can frame anything oh, these that's days. That's so true. That's so, so true. As, freedom yeah. of spe- so, speech ain't really freedom of speech no more. Honestly, nowadays. yeah. Wow. Especially in the States, like, bro, I don't... Because I could, I could, I could, like, yo, this is my right, this is my right. Like, you can't do shit. But I'm like, right. okay. But then they could be here, like, you know? yeah, we're going to send you. Yeah, they could literally do whatever yeah. they want to do because so they have when... the privilege at the end of the day. So how Yeah, do exactly. So they went through my stuff. And then my dad, because he ended up calling the the, the embassy, oh, uh, no, the, the airport itself, because he realized I've been there for like two hours, like just two oh, hours. Jesus man. Christ. Going back and forth, checking my shit, going through my phone, my contact oh, messages, my and like my private shit, you know? So my dad called him like, oh my god, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. We're gonna let him go right now. Bro, they let me know. I'm like, dad, we gotta sue them. We gotta sue them. Like, no, my dad, Nigeria dad, like, nah man, just let it go, man. Yeah, whatever. Like she was crazy, man. That was my just for audience out there. Like when you're in this kind of situation, try to take a look at their badge, try to know their name at least. Because sometimes when we're stressed, we cannot think, you know. So let's try to, you know, just have their name at the back because later on we can always talk to someone and say, Yo, these were the names of these people, and you can bring them forward and you could identify them. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is just a crazy story. Okay, we're just gonna let's take a break guys and we'll be right back for more welcome back guys from the break um it's your girl agnes and we're on Ungetter stories and as we're talking about on this segment uh we're talking about racism our experiences and how um you know what people could help us change this um whole stuff or how they could help in the whole change so um story okay we're just gonna wrap it up again with just some few questions keep it short so uh, what I like to ask, um, I guess, uh, you, Tony, is that, um, oh, oh, my goodness, I'm so tired from this whole conversation. <laughs> I'm so stressed. Yeah, actually, like, things like, I, it's, things it's I so forgot deep. about are coming back. Yeah, it's so emotional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, same, same. But yeah, um, I would like to um, ask that. Um, how do you think um, white people could be a great ally in order to, you know, help or at least be understanding and make it easier for us? The thing is, like, I'll, I'll, okay, I will put it this way. When we discuss these things, mm-hmm. to first understand it, I, be, I say to myself, the person on this planet who does not have a heart is a white male. Yeah, I mm. put it like that. A white male is the is one is the, is the is is the only person who walks around with the least amount of fear mm. in this world. The most privileged, basically. the most privileged. I'm not yes. even going to say white females. White females have women no. have their own issues. Of course, I think they a do, white they male do. is the First, only person yeah, that doesn't there's have a whole ranking. Yeah, yeah, you know. So for the males, I don't really know what to say to you. But for females, based on my own experience, look, I do know a lot of you really want to know things and. You really try your best. I really do, but there are moments where I want, I need them to, I need you all to understand that, even though you do not want to or you do not mean to, and okay, you can do things that seems racist to us. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't mean that it's intentional, but mm-hmm. we will it see it. It could also even be a stereotypical way, but in our yeah. head, we just think it's stereotype uh, racism because yeah. we will pick it. And when we pick it, we of course we will get defensive. We're not get as defensive as we do with everybody else, but we'll still get defensive. Mm. When we get defensive, respect that. Yeah. Just respect it. 
Don't become yeah. all you're too sensitive. Oh my god, you're yeah. reacting. Exactly. All that. Yeah. Once you do that, you're an enemy. You're so an basically enemy. the oh. right so basically the right question to always say either to of course I'm sorry I made you feel that way and how can I do better for Thank next you. time? Thank it's you. because yeah. it's like guys, you know, I'm not a rapist, but I I I I know like I'm a I'm because I'm not a rapist, I don't I'm I'm not aware of some things. If I and I have been with people who have been victims of rape and I am so super sensitive when I'm with them because I am so scared I may do something that may trigger a memory, you know? Mm. And I'm not a rapist. I, I can literally just say to them, I can do whatever I want and be like, but I'm not a rapist. But that's not yeah. the point. The point for me is if I'm not a rapist or not, that's, I, I don't, that's not it. It's about respecting them and not making them feel like I am. That's so whenever true. I do anything that makes them feel like, you know, I, 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 I see them crunch up. I'm like, well, what, what went on? And like, sorry, they did, I don't, you know, they say it's not you. It's just it brought back a memory. Or yes, a memory. Yeah, absolutely. I don't go, so ah, calm down, baby. You know me, Bob. Like, you're mm-hmm. No, I'm like, yo, Thank babe, I'm you. sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a really, really good analogy, honestly. That's so great. Um, Dami, um, also, I would like to um, ask... Um, what as a black man you know just having a good positive vibe what's Mm. one privilege you think you might have but you never want to give up because i mean we know that we all have i mean technically the whole white people have the whole privilege but as a black people ourselves what is that one privilege you have that you never want to give up is a big question <laughs> would you nah, would you but, like Tony to take this and you come back later to it or you have an answer uh no for me just being black and being distinct period honestly, I, would say, I would say that that's a privilege for me that's even though I go true. through all this shit mm. in my mind I will, take, I will change it so in the end, next uh, life yeah. you'll pull up being black again I'm not exactly. gonna change and it also at the end of the day um humanity start from africa so thank you so that's and so at the end of the day everybody trying to be like us especially when you think about the white people uh, the the female side the white yeah. females they're trying to get all this work done just to have the you same features about you. us that we were being suppressed for uh, and yeah. over the years so black is just beautiful and there awesome. you know it's just the superior complexity you know the, the thing yeah. is don't feel don't feel like massively uncomfortable like if you know you have a clean mind behave like someone that has a mm. Mm. absolutely yeah. absolutely that's true antonio question to you um is there anything no matter how small that you're willing to commit to do uh, you know to do to end racism that you're not already doing if you can really, really think deeply. <laughs> you really have to think about that. Yeah, Please. I gotta think about that. Um according to okay. my family, I'm yeah. a I'm a I'm a crazy activist. Oh. I remember when um the there was a bombing in France or something that happened okay. in two thousand like fifteen sixteen or so. Okay. And, um, you know, people were um, really, in Poland, they start, really started to get really harsh with Muslims and everything. Yeah. I remember even mm. the Muslim, the mosque in Villanouf was even attacked at the point and everything. Jeez. Yeah. And I remember um, it was so bad that I went out for kebab. This was when my baby mom was pregnant and she was okay. having cravings early, late at night. Okay. So I was like, I'll go get you a kebab. So I was out there getting kebab. And I've been 
with I've been going to the same guys for like a year, and they never had anything with anybody. That, you know, they were respected by not only me but even the Polish people there. But then when this mm-hmm. incident came up, they started getting attacked. They started getting assaulted. Someone I remember one time I was standing behind a guy, and he got his kebab, and he was with his friend in front. And the next thing he said was, before he ate, he was like, "I hope there's no bomb in this kebab." Jeez. Whoa! I decked him. I punched him straight in the face. Oh, I wow. punched him straight in the face, like immediately. Like the fuck you mean? So why are you eating it then? Why do you even have it in your hand? Are you mad? What is wrong with you? Why? Why do you make such stupid statements when your actions are not even matching it? Like, what is your problem? That's true. I you know, and and my I remember um, the story about it came up to my family and my aunts. My aunts from Nigeria had to come and like, Yola, calm down. <laughs> I was just like, gonna say that. They're like, like, they're like, I know you're fighting for a good cause and everything, but you, you don't know, become a whole Malcolm X. Like, like exactly, you don't become Malcolm. You don't have Martin Luther King. Yo, we're trying to have a whole Martin Luther King. You know, they were like, you know, look at the look at them. You know, they they fought the same way you fought, and it not end well for them. Please, you know, uh, love I feel you, like don't, that don't. means oh, guy. That's so true. There's this movie on um, Amazon Prime. It's about. Martin, they have Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, also Sam Cook and Muhammad Ali, and it was so mm. funny to see the dynamics of each of them and how they converse. Like Sam Cook mm. is low key a bit like me. I'm not even gonna lie. And if you watch that movie, <laughs> you guys are gonna find each of yourself in there. And I feel like right. that means such a Martin Luther King, and and you, uh, Tony, you're such a Malcolm X. Like I will curse you, Malcolm, and you too. Right now, right yeah, now. yeah, and you know, I'm I'm I used to be like Sam Cook before. You know, like I'll hang with the white people. I'll be the calm person. Like you know, I don't want to bring such conversation up. You know, of course, but in my head, I'm like, well, I'm picking out their brains, and I'm still gonna use it for my people at the end of the day. You know, so mm. but you know later. On, you start feeling like well at the end of the day still i mean everybody has their own different ways but then you just feel like you as long as there's a cause that still helps your people at the end of the day because if a lot of people are calling you out or starting to feel like okay this is a bit too much then you need to start to rethink your strategy and i realized okay once in a while i do talk about some things i'll talk about feminism i'll talk about you know uh sexism racism here and there you know of course not Mm. at every banquet every dinner or gala i'm gonna start talking about this because you know i i know for sure i'm not like that activist yet i'm just you know social media activist but whenever i feel like the right spaces like people are ready to receive then you know i would um interject you know and put in my 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 own um, opinion so that's i guess also is a good um, like the way things turned out for me now is i got like i said earlier when we started i got tired Mm. I'm not gonna lie mm. to you. I got tired of yeah. fighting so much right now that if you if something race if a racist comes up or I see a racist and they're acting up and everything, before I used to just react because you're racist and you're not mm. even trying to hide it. You're yeah. showing me that yeah. you're racist. Now I don't bother unless it's you come so at true. me or my people or I see you plan to be violent towards mm-hmm. the people around me. Who I will leave you alone. And I, mm. I've created it as you see my circle and my space, my line. Don't Absolutely. cross it. Don't then I'll become. It. But once you, it. once you cross that line, 
one of us will meet our maker that day. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I do that's have a it. friend that's been an activist in Sweden. And, you know, she had to quit and stop being activist. I mean, but at the end of the day, once you're an activist, you're always one, right? You're but always, she had to yeah. stop the, like, constant, um, you know, day-to-day um, activity because, honestly, it was dangerous to her life. People yeah. would, you know, send death threats. They would come to her house. They even tried to, you know, set some fire somewhere. One came yeah. with a knife in the hand. Like, it was crazy she moved to different places i guess twice you know like so you know also you know people always say oh well why are you not an activist it's also not easy because at the end of the day we just want to be black and live our lives not every day go man just that easy yes and not every day carrying a whole plaque in our head and fighting every single day because then you realize once you're back home you are so drained from energy that you don't even have that smile in your face to laugh with your you know loved ones you know and play you're just in this go mode you know yeah yeah exactly that's crazy and the thing is like dealing with these things mentally isn't easy i want to actually this is something i want to pass out to every i, I don't want to use the word white i, I don't know caucasian yeah to someone with someone of darker skin mm-hmm. either it's friends relationship family whatever first off i love all of you i know we do all of us here really do because you're because what happens is that when you when they get involved with us they, op- they actually open the door to them receiving hate like we receive, you know? Mm. Yeah. They actually do open the door. And I, that's why I always feel bad for interracial couples because I look like... I've, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, guys and girls, especially when I was in Poland. There was a guy who would be like, oh, he wants to go and be with a Polish girl and everything. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. But do note this, you're going to have to fight. Wow. And he's, like, and he's like, what do you mean? Because people will hate you, but what you don't understand is that people will hate your girl for being with you. And you have to be a man and step up. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I yeah. told the girls as well, like, remember the things that we talk about that you don't understand and everything? And she's like, they're like, yeah. I'm like, good. You're going to experience that if you be with one of us. Like, I'm sorry. I, it's, not, it's, it's not good to say, mm. but mm. it has happened. That's been my experiences. Yeah. A lot yeah. of the girls I dated in Poland never experienced anything of racism. Never had an idea of it. Just what they saw on TV or read on books or watched on movies, you know? But to experience it firsthand or see it with their eyes, nah. Wow. Until they were dating me or friends with me or anything, then they were That's like, "Oh true. shit, this shit is actually happening." I'm like, and honestly, real. I cannot wait for us to have another podcast where you know we talk about interracial relationships in general because that's a whole topic on its own because i do yeah because you know that's something you know we get i will be cursed out if this that podcast gets (laughs) you know i would love to have at least one or both of you there as well and i will try to also have another female from their side but it would be nice to have uh you know that conversation because it's a whole different ball game when it comes to that you know, they are, mm. they are, you know, the white people trying to understand you and also trying to act like, you know, they fit in you and they know they everything. In, and then uh, you are, as a black person, also defensive. You know, you're trying to defend yourself and your relationship towards your black folks. And like, yo, I'm still pro-black, yo. So, it, 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 um, it, 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 things that just tend to happen, like, you, you be in a situation and then they'll be like, 
you should just do this and do that. And you look exactly. at them like, you know, I'm black, right? Like, right, yeah. right. So <laughs> you remember, I'm black, that's right? Just something. Oh, yeah. You will have to come up in a uh, different conversation. Yeah. But, you know, um, last, com- uh, you know, comment. What do you guys, um, how has the whole Judge Floyd thing and the whole uh, police brutality, how did that affect you guys? And did it really affect you? And where were you at your point in your life? For me, I'll go okay. first. I feel like um, it, it, I, I think around that time, I don't know if I was working back then with Amazon, but this thing was going back to back. Like I was seeing brutal videos on IGs here and there that it was so sad. I, I just, I was so weak, you know, I don't even know how to explain it. You're just so weak. And when you watch this video, you feel like that really could be you. That really could be your brother. That really could be your father. And it's like something takes over your body and you almost go into, into this like mourning process and like procedure of like oh my goodness and that was so energy draining that you know i have to stop watching these videos like some people will even try to send me i would just leave them on red like no you are not about because it really i don't know if depression but it gave me a really bad vibe by the end of the day i was so happy that happened because it really sparked a lot of uh, movement controversy you know conversations and all of that what about you guys yeah, as you mentioned, like, this was really, like, an eye-opener for the whole world, you know? Like, yeah. stuff like this has been happening, but with the Floyd, um, with the Floyd incident, like, that was just a big eye-opener. It was really emotional. Actually, I spoke with some of my friends, and mm-hmm. it was actually one of my best friends that, you know, it was actually, it wasn't, it didn't really see the full picture. It was like, no, they're also, like, minorities, like, the Hispanic. I'm like, bro, are you missing the real picture? Are you dumb? Like, can't, you, so can't you see that this is happening? It's like, nah, yeah. man, all police are not <clears throat> like that. Did it? I got so mad, you know. I just stopped talking to him because, like, I'm like, unless you don't really see the real picture, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me because you're not really educated. Absolutely. But, bro. yeah, this was a What nice about you, Tony? Thing. Well, for me, the thing is that whole incident became like, I think my spirit got tired when that happened. When I saw the video and everything, I just got, I I literally gave up. I gave up all hope for a second, for like Mm. a month after that, I I literally gave up all hope. And I'm not going to lie, even by my behavior, I was very hostile to everybody Caucasian. Hostile, I didn't care. If I didn't care if you were a victim, not a victim, if you're innocent, I, I didn't care. For me, everybody was, and you know, Agnes, my ex, you know, yeah. wrote yes. to me about it and everything. I started talking. Wow. And I explained it to her very simply. And I said this it's kind of hard for me to accept you telling me to calm down mm. when for years I've been begging you to stop hitting me. Wow. It's like mm. I'm standing there, I'm trying to move forward. All right. You did something to harm me, you yeah. harmed me. Mm. And I'm looking forward, you know what, it's all forgiven, shake hands, you know what, mm, past of the past. Yeah, Let's just absolutely. move forward, you know. And while absolutely. we're moving forward, you're mm. hitting me. And you're hitting me and hitting me and hitting me. Eventually, where I am right now is like this, you know what, screw you. Don't tell you're me to come down. Back. Yeah. Stop hurting me and my people. Then we'll come down. Do you mm. do the job first? Stop, stop telling me to come down. Hmm. Mm. Do you stop hurting yeah. me and my people and then I will come down. This is too much. This is for too long. Mm, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's the way I just stayed ever since. Like, no, you know what? And even my friend this morning, we were talking. He just told me, he's like, Tony, you're so aggressive about things. Like, Adam, I'm tired. I said, his name is Adam. I was like, brother, I am tired of people thinking that 
there are no consequences for shit. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's the reason why things are going the way it is. Nobody believes there are consequences for things. Yes, that's mm. so true. Wow. Thank you guys so much. And on that note, I think we are going to end this. It's been amazing to have both of you here. But before, you know, we hop off on podcast, literally, I would like you guys to um, tell the audience, starting from you, Dami, what um, is your IG um, handle so people can follow your username and what you're currently up to nowadays or what you're going to do during the summer. So you have the floor. Yeah. Well, um, thank you, Agnes, for having us here, man. It was, it's a really, it's a, it's a nice experience, actually, just Definitely. talking about, you know, something oh, what I've been coming. But yeah, my um, IG name is um, Dami, D-A-M-Y, and John, D-A-M-Y-J-O-H-N. You can find me there. And um, right now, I'm just done with my bachelor, and uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to be studying um, finance in Uppsala. Nice. So my master's. Nice. So yeah, from there on, let's see what the what God has in store for me. That's nice. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Wow. Go ahead, Tony. We're proud of you, Dami. I'm yeah. Congrats, bro. Congrats. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, my IG is as my name is Anthony Adelike. For all those who don't spell my name, Anthony with an H. Okay. So people spell it A N T O N Y. Exactly. O N Y Anthony Adelike. So together, A N T H O N Y A D E. Oh, okay. You cut up, so I'm just gonna tell them. So his um username is A N T H O N Y A D E L E K E number three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. my plan for the summer is well, like I told, like I like I said earlier, um, starting a new career path. So that is mm. that, and is to enjoy the summer month. Because this COVID is yes. We got to do that, bro. I, got, I don't care anymore. I'm outside. Yes. <laughs> I'm outside. Yeah, that's me right now, man. <laughs> me I'm too. Enjoying, I'm enjoying Dominican Republic. And wow, Greece. Bro. I'm coming I to Greece, you. yo. Yo, I'm looking, I'm looking like, wait, okay, let me see. Portugal, Greece, Poland, Nigeria. Yes. I'm just like, you know, all, every, go, all, like, man. I'm outside. Yeah. It's about time. Come to Poland. Let's, let's I got to hit up. Poland. Yeah, exactly. Kobe can hold us in, man. No, I'm no, Kobe, I'm gonna suck it. <laughs> oh, I already have my first uh, vaccination, so I'm having my next one uh, in two weeks. So I'm oh, just nice. excited so I can finally just. I mean, I've always been traveling regardless, vaccine, no vaccine, but at least this time you people will not come for me saying I hope COVID mm. catches you. For me, for me, once I confirm that work, because I just have to call, once I let, because I'm working from home, you know? So yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna ask uh, my work once I get the chance if. It matters if I'm here or in Poland. If they say it actually doesn't matter, I'm buy my ticket. Got mm. my laptop. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. What's yeah. up? Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the a good life. thing, though. Yeah. yeah, that's the good thing with like COVID. Like, I mean, okay, that bad stuff. Like, I mean, with this remote working, like, it's really, really good. You could walk from anywhere. You could travel while literally. Walking, you know? literally. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday I had my colleagues from work come over and all of us sat down with our laptops. And then my neighbor, also Nigerian, popped into my house for a while mm-hmm. to sit here with us. And then he just looked at all of us on the table, laptop tapping, working. And I was like, man, working from home is good. Literally. <laughs> a lot of people complain about this, but I'm like, you can literally fly over the weekend, be where you want to be, and Monday, right. work your eight hours, and the other place, just go out and live your life. Just chill. 
Because mm. people will say they're depressed, they can go anywhere, and I'm like, really? <laughs> mm. Exactly. But anyways, no. but I feel like, of course, it's harder for people with family, like you with your son and stuff. You can't just hop and leave and take your son and just... Uh, it's just the, thing, the thing is, like, um, depends, you know? Like, mm. I, if I go for a short period of time, you know, daddy always handles his business. So I always make sure, you know me, I always make sure my family is good. I make sure everybody is good. I don't, yeah. I don't mm. do anything until they are good. Once they're good, even they know me. Like, once I do mm-hmm. everything for them, once daddy's having daddy time, do not disturb daddy. Let Ooh, daddy be. That's good. Because you need to mm, have yourself time to be mm, with that to other people. Mm. That, you know, so I'm looking like Poland. I want to go to Poland. They look at me like, already know what I'm doing. I'm going to blank out. I said, I said don't call my phone. Don't do nothing. I don't care. No. Figure it out. Don't disturb me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, guys. I love you guys. Thank you so All much right. for joining Thank me. You. And I'm it's been a pleasure. Great. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thank you. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. Have a great day. Have you a too. day. And you take care, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. These are for my women out there, especially, especially, especially to the single mothers. I just want to use this opportunity to remind you that it's okay to take a break. It's okay to pause. It's okay to take a step back. And it's okay to definitely relax because you deserve it. What I do when I'm stressed is I either go for a massage or I stay home. I take a warm bath. I light my candles and I play a really nice mellow music in the background. For other people, it could be going for a manicure or pedicure. For others, it could be going to get their hair done in the salon. And for some people, it could be doing yoga whilst other people just staying home with a glass of wine and reading a book. Doesn't matter how long or short this is, as long as you're still and present in the moment. Remember that how you treat others and love upon them is the energy you put on how you love and treat yourself. And don't forget the most important thing, which is self-care is the best care. Thank you guys for listening and staying tuned till now. If you like this episode or you would like me to talk about something else in my next episode or you have questions, comments, anything, just DM me on my Instagram account, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-T-A and I'll get back to you guys. It's your girl Agnes on On Ghetto Stories.